Welcome to the Pop Ninja Podcast, where we reminisce about the pop culture of the 70s, 80s, and beyond. From bell-bottom jeans to parachute pants, from Panama Jack shirts to members-only jackets, from Smurfs and Scooby-Doo to Thundar the Barbarian. If you had a Rubik's Cube, wore a Swatch Watch, was crazy about Max Headroom, or ever wondered who shot JR, then this podcast is where you will feel right at home. Now, jump in the DeLorean time machine and join your hosts, Lisa and Patrick, as they take you on a pop culture adventure through the greatest decades of all time. Hello out there in podcast land and welcome to another totally awesome episode of the Pop Ninja Podcast. I'm Patrick Bennett coming to you from the swamps of Southwest Louisiana and joining me over Zoom is my partner in crime, Miss Lisa Everett at her bed and breakfast in the great state of Pennsylvania. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Patrick. This year marks the 50th anniversary of an incredible film. It's, it's a film that's had a huge impact on my childhood and maybe Lisa's also, and I still enjoy watching it today. And I'm talking about the movie Billy Jack from 1971. I'm going to take this right foot and I'm going to whop you on that side of your face. And you want to know something? There's not a damn thing you're going to be able to do about it. Really? Really? It's funny, isn't it, how everybody in town's afraid of you? But I guess it's a good thing they are, because if they weren't, they'd hurt the school a lot more than they do now. What's going to happen tomorrow is going to happen, and all your worry in the world isn't going to change that. Believe me, I know. My religion... My nonviolence. The kids, that's all I have left now. <laughs> I think of the number of years she's going to have to carry in her memory the savagery of this idiotic moment of yours. King, didn't you? Yes. Where is he? Dad. And where's Bob and Jack Kennedy? Dad. Not dead. Their brain's blown out. I don't care about all that. I just don't want you to go out and commit murder. Mr. Johnson, when's the last time you cut your hair? When's when's the last time you brushed your teeth, sir? They'll kill you, Billy. An Indian isn't afraid to die. Don't ever expect a white man to understand that. Hey, Billy. Not armed. No tricks. And I know that you're only doing it because of the love you have for the kids. And me. And to celebrate its 50th anniversary, we have a very special guest that is joining us over Zoom today to talk about his involvement in the film. Please welcome Mr. David Roya, who played the spoiled bad boy Bernard Poser, who just kept having run-ins with Billy Jack himself. Hey, David, how's it going? Hey, Patrick. Good, good. Hey, man, Thanks thank you so me. much. Yeah, we, we appreciate you being on here for, uh, for visiting with us today. Uh, it's a great pleasure. 
So uh, Lisa and I, we prepared a few questions that we're going to uh, ask you so that we can uh, get to know you a little bit better and let the audience know not only more about the film, but more about you. So uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and let Lisa uh, start with the first question here. Well, I know David. So, um, hey, David. <laughs> it's like David and I are, are, have, have uh, go way back, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah. So I actually probably know the answer to a lot of these questions because um, I've talked to him about them in real life, you know? So, um, you know, but, but you know, whoever's listening, you know, I'm sure if, you know, they're a fan of the movie, they, they may not know this stuff. So, um, so we're going to start with, um, David, how, how did you get into acting? Um, let's see. I was very shy around uh, adults and girls. And I never liked to raise my hand in class, even if I knew the answer. And I had a lot of friends and we played a lot of ball and uh, sports. And then when I was finished with high school, all my friends went their own ways, various colleges and whatever, and it it wasn't the same. And I was at college, and I felt very, very lonely. And I wandered into a acting workshop, and it was all dark, and... Uh, all the people were in black and it was smoky in those days you could smoke. I mean, I didn't smoke, but it was um, like beatniks. It was different. And I didn't feel like I was part of uh, joining fraternities and all that kind of stuff. I was kind of like a rebel offbeat. So I came in there and they were improvising and then the girl who was leading it said, well, why don't you get up on the stage and do such and such? And I said, no, no, I can't do that. And I said, go, go ahead, go ahead. And I got up on stage and then all of a sudden I felt this, this power or strength or I wasn't afraid of being anything anymore. You know, I wasn't self-conscious. I felt more at home on the stage than I did in social situations. I guess I had uh, not good at social gatherings. And so it was something about picking up a girl on stage and all of a sudden I was like, very people were laughing and people were, I felt, I felt a lot of uh, joy. It felt good. And then I remember thinking that Hey, I want to. I want to become an actor. Besides that, I had a a relative who was a cousin. His grandfather and my great grandfather were brothers, and he was a big movie star. His name was Jeff Chandler back in the day. And unfortunately. He had a, an accident while making a movie in 1961 in uh, somewhere overseas. It was about World War II. And he had an operation. They brought him back to the States, in California, and uh, they cut an artery by mistake. It was his back, and he bled to death. So. My goodness. And he was always my hero. And I always wanted to, that was one of the things that led me into acting too. Patrick, do you know who Jeff Chandler was? No, I, I might have seen him. I just, I'm not good did with you, names. Did you see um, the movie, I think it was Broken Era with Jimmy Stewart? Yes, yes. He's, he's Cochise. Oh, okay. That's Jeff Chandler. All right. He's in a lot of stuff. I mean, yeah, he's really, he was, he was really lot. good he was looking. Like yeah, he was very tall. Yeah, really handsome. And he had and he had gray hair uh, prematurely. He was only 41 when he died. Mm. And uh, he was like the king of the B-movies, I would say. Yeah, nice. he was really good look looking. Yeah, he played an Indian in, um, yeah. in, in um, Broken Arrow. I just saw that movie um, just like maybe within the last year or so. Yeah. 
It's good. It, it was a good movie. Um, yeah. yeah. That, and, and then, so did you go, did you live in California, David, then, or where, where were you living? No, no. I was in New York. Okay. Okay. You were like, that's where you're born, like in New York? Yes. Okay. Cause I know you live there now, but I didn't know then how you, what, you know, where you, you know, you know, took up acting at, like if it was New York or, or. Yeah, it was New York. And then after I graduated college, I was uh, in some plays and I was in summer stock and, well, somebody famous was there, Karen Black. She passed away some years ago. Yeah. She was the star of many movies. And I was with her. And then uh, soon after I graduated. You mean I you were, how are you, what do you mean you were with her? You were like. Um... No, no, I wasn't with her. Well, I had a, a mad crush on her. <laughs> yeah, did you? Okay. <laughs> so okay. I, I meant like, were you like a couple or were you like in a movie? No. Okay. No. Okay. We, yeah, we acted together in, uh, in, in some summer stock. And uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a big crush on her. Yeah, I know who she is too. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, I watched something. So we, were, we were we we were friends though. We we were friends. And and then how did you 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 did you you ended up out in California? Because where how did you, Billy Jack like where did it come into? Like what all did you had you done up until then? Up until Billy Jack come along? Had you been in? I know you were in um, the movie um, the the movie The White Buffalo with with. Well, that that was way that was after that was after that was after Billy Jack. Before okay. that is just just some uh, independent movies like horror movies and just junky movies. And I think the one thing I had was I was on F Troop and I played an Indian. I remember that. Yeah, With, that's a good series. And, yeah, F Troop and uh, where was F Troop um, filmed? Where was it? It was in uh, in California at the studio. It was a, I'm trying to think of what uh, studio. I don't remember. So you moved One out to California studios. then, when when you were like, uh, like right out of out of uh, high school, like. No, right out of college. Out of college, okay, okay, and then lived out there. And then, um, yeah, I remember. Um, did you before you did Billy Jack? Were you getting into the Taekwondo stuff before Billy Jack yes. came on? Okay. Uh, okay along no what when uh it wasn't taekwondo but i was always interested in martial art and uh i remember like doing it on my own and stuff and i was a workout guy so i i would work out a lot and i had a lot of friends that were into different working out and yeah, I, re- I remember. I remember when you were at my house and you were talking to my mom out in the kitchen, and you were talking about like you were at a at a, um, a gym out in California, and I think maybe Sylvester Stallone or somebody worked out there, or di- different people that were you know. Were no, no the not Sylvester Stallone, but Arnold. <laughs> Arnold. Okay, I knew Arnold too. I thought maybe it was both of them, but okay, yeah. Remember you, you talking with about Arnold it. and uh, Lou Ferrigno. I remember. Okay. I, I think I was there when they. They were looking for someone to play the Hulk. Really? Yep. I came uh, to the gym and they were looking for a big one, a big guy to play the Hulk. And then they, they found Lou Ferrigno in the same gym that you were in. Yep. Wow, that's cool. Um, yeah, I remember when I saw Billy Jack. I had saw you. Um, you were. You, I remember recognized you from King Kong, the seventies uh, version of King Kong. But that was after yeah. Billy Jack, right? That's after. Yes. Yes. So, well, I guess, Patrick, you want to... So Billy Jack first actually started, though, in 1969. It was filmed, but it wasn't... Because that's what I said to I that's what I said to Patrick. I said, how did it get to be the 50th anniversary of it? Because I read that it was um, filmed in the late 60s. So, and I said, maybe it's when it was released into the theaters. Yeah, that's what they go by. They go by that? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was released. Uh, yeah, because actually there was a big break because he they ran out of money. And then, um, I don't know, it was about six-month break in between the shooting. I mean, we had done that car scene in Prescott, Arizona. And then after that, 
all of a sudden the movie stopped right in the middle. And, wow. uh, yeah. And then I didn't know if it would ever get made again, but he said it would. And then, uh, I guess it was universal. I don't know. I, I, I don't remember. There were so many things that happened there with that. Someone bought it. I think it was universal. And then they, when they first, and then they first put it out, it wasn't, it wasn't with the publicity that Tom Laughlin was promised or expected. And he stole the master print. He, he went, I don't know how that happened, but he, and so they couldn't release it anymore. And somehow he's, he got it to Warner brothers and then it was re-released in 1971. I guess that's how it was. Okay. And then became a big hit. Yeah, well, it has one prequel to it and two sequels to it, but I only ever have really watched Billy Jack, the one that you're in from beginning to end. That's the one that I know, um, you know, that was the biggest one. It, it did the, it was, you know, the one that everybody knows, you know. Yes. And I honestly think that you're part of the reason that it did so well because you were such a, a good bad guy, <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Well, David, how, how did Billy Jack come about for you? You know, how, how did you get into that? Somebody that worked for him was working on some low budget movie I was doing. And he was like a transportation guy. And he said, well, why don't you send your picture to this guy? He's, he's uh, trying to make a movie. So then I did. And then he called me. I remember it was a bunch of interviews. And we had to go to his house in Pacific Palisades. And uh, he had a group of young people that because he, he also was involved in some Montessori school up in uh, Northern California or something. And uh, so he had these these people that it was like. Um, his own group, I guess you'd say. And were they all, were they all the people that were in the movie? Like, yeah, they, they, they were. He, yeah, yeah. Well, he he used the lo mostly people that weren't uh, weren't actors. I mean, weren't professionals. Right. Yeah, I I know that. And, um, what is it? Howard uh, Howard Hessman was in in that movie, and so he's really the only other person that I knew. You know that was um, that I'd seen in other things. Well, yeah, there were other things. The fellow that played my father, Bert Free. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the sheriff. He's a famous guy, Ken Toby. He was in the some big horror movies. I can't remember what he was, and he was in a lot of stuff. And uh, there were a few people, maybe, but mostly it was uh, non-professional. And so he wouldn't have to pay him much or anything. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, another story. Yeah. Well, we can, we can, we can tell it. <laughs> you know, it's like, we can tell that story. Yeah. Um, well, um, where, where was it actually filmed at? Like the, the movie? It's filmed in uh, Prescott, Arizona, uh, near the Grand Canyon, and also in uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Yeah. I remember like the beginning scene where they want you to shoot one of the horses, you know, in the movie. And because I mean, I, ha I hate that scene at the very beginning where they're running the horses off the cliff. You know, they're killing them. Yeah, I think some of those horses got injured, too. I mm. could, can't imagine how they couldn't have gotten injured because yeah. it, they, they you see the, the scene, the video of them falling off the side of the hill. And I can't watch yeah. that scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah no, no yeah. I didn't like that. Yeah. Yep. So. Well, David, what's your favorite scene in the film? Do you have one? Not that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your I was favorite? on top of the. I was on top. <laughs> I was on top of a hill, and I had my gun, and I'm looking at him through the sights, and I turned to Dinosaur, my friend, mm -hmm. and he said. 
I could kill him right now. Mm-hmm. I really, I really could. And I felt that way because he wasn't a particularly nice fellow. <laughs> I mean, not. I didn't think that well, I'm gonna. I want to kill him, but yeah, I, I I felt that, and I said that must have come off really real because. <laughs> Did you already have issues with 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 him in like doing making the movie? Because I know that you had some after the movie, but. Um, while you were making the movie, did you and him not see eye to eye making it? Yeah, because I was a member of Screen Actors Guild and I wanted, and 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 uh, Bert Freed, who played my father, was the vice president. And he said something about because I had done that drove the car in the lake, and that's a stunt. I mean, people get paid for that as a stuntman. And he said, what the hell are you doing here? That's a job of a stuntman. And 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 if you do a stunt like that, you gotta get paid for that. And and I said, Well, I just agreed to whatever to make this movie uh, I didn't have the I don't have a contract. He said, You don't have a contract? And he was like really yelling at me. And then, you know, we're doing that scene where he's really yelling at me. And it's it's different lines, but he really was yelling at me for being so stupid that I'm going to do this movie and I didn't have the contract. And then when I go back to him about the contract, he was like, oh, well, you can just forget it then, you know. And then I, I kept pushing it. And then he reluctantly, you know, gave me the a minimum contract, which was, I don't know what it was, $500 a week. And... um and but that was already part way through the movie, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's part way through the movie, but he he was kind of uh, not the nicest guy in the world. Yeah, I, I've, I've ego, yeah. egomaniac, I would call. Him. Well, who owned that Corvette, and and was it salvageable after that scene, or was it just junked after that? He rented that Corvette, <laughs> and he brought, and he they fished it out. They brought it. And he got, they got it dried it up and they got it running and they took it back to the place and they never told them what they were doing. <laughs> I told I Patrick that. I remember you telling me that. I was saying it. Yeah, that, until they that, saw the movie and they, it was, you know, they sued him, I guess. I'm sure they did. But he was sued by a whole lot of people. A uh-huh. lot of people. I see. I remember that. I remember you telling me that in person about that scene. When I count to three, you drive your car in the lake. One, two, one! And that yeah. you, and that you and were, then, yeah, that you actually got pulled later, underwater, yeah. I got pulled underwater, and the suction, like, pulled me under, and then I was, like, I actually was scared that I couldn't get out. I was under the water in a suction. I couldn't get out. And years later, he he told someone, a friend of mine says, oh, yeah, he said on something that uh, you never did it. And he had to get his son to do the stunt, his teenage son. I said, what? That really made me mess. (laughs) I didn't know he had a teenage son. Yeah. 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 I know he had, he had um, I know Teresa, or not Teresa, um, his daughter, his daughter that's in the movie that sings the song yes. at the beginning. That's yeah, his the, real life yeah, daughter. Yeah, the pretty, right, the, the pretty blonde girl. Is, yes. her, is her name, her name's not Teresa too, is it? Um, no, because something like that. But um, she was in. It might be. I think it was. I'm not sure. Because his wife is Teresa. Um and she just died a few years ago too. Um, the one yes, that you, yes. the one that you rape in the movie, <laughs> yeah, that right, was his, that right, was Tom's right. real life yeah. wife. And yeah. then their daughter. I think his daughter was. I think maybe um, I'm not sure. Was it, yeah, Terry was her name. Ter- maybe Terry, because um, she uh, she no, she sings the song at the beginning of the movie. She's um, about her brother yeah. going off to the war. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, uh, she's actually, she becomes an, she, as she's aged in real life, I know she's been in other things. Like she was in, she was in one of the, um, she was in the Breakin' movie, Patrick, the movie Breakin'. Okay. That's Tom Lachlan's daughter in a, in a very first scene of that movie. But, um, 
Yeah, she's only like 11 years old, I think, in Billy Jack. Like, she's really yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah, she's a kid. Yeah. But I didn't know he had a son. I mean, I, I thought he, I knew he had a daughter, but I didn't know he had a son. But yeah, you can tell it's you in the movie. <laughs> you know, it's like in the car, you know, so. No, yeah. it was me. But yeah, he had a team, so. And, and and anyway, why if you know would you have your teenage son uh, do a, drive Something a car so in a lake like that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah, you, you <laughs> kill him. Yeah. Well, it sounds like yeah. you had a lot of uh, problems during the production, but but did you enjoy it the the production? Oh yeah, sure. I I enjoyed you know making a film and doing all. It was exciting. You know, a lot of real cowboys. You know, real people, and the area was beautiful. It was near the Grand Canyon, and I made friends with some people in the town. And I went around, and uh, oh yeah, sure, I enjoyed it. Sure. You didn't go around uh, dumping flour on everybody's head, though, in the in the town, did you? No, I don't <laughs> think so. No. <laughs> Just in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, you were a good bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. You did a lot. Yeah. You, you, um, you know, murdered and raped your way through the whole, the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well, David, did you, uh, did you see the sequels? And if you did, uh, what did you think about them? Actually, I haven't. <laughs> never. Yeah. No. I never, I never saw them either. I've seen pieces yeah. of them. They've been on TV. Um, like the Billy Jack goes to Washington and the trial Billy Jack. And then the prequel is the born losers movie, which didn't make any sense. It didn't have anything to do with Billy Jack. I mean, yeah, it, I might, yeah. no, I might've tried to watch that one, but I don't know. I, I, it, I don't remember. I, I didn't like it. Yeah. It was, it, it had something to do with like motorcycle guys or something. It didn't have anything to do yeah. with it with um, like him being, a, um, you know, the, being the, you know, he's half Indian and um, right does the whole taekwondo the story, stuff the story originated i believe from his w wife uh, i think she lived near a reservation or was she somehow knew you know people like that or something on a reservation and, and uh, she saw something based something on like, like a true to real life kind of situation yeah something like that from, uh, yeah, well, I think it's like relevant even today because of like racism is still, you know, so oh, yeah. such a big thing. Oh, don't get me wrong. I mean, it, it struck a chord of, of absolutely it is what's going on today. Yeah, it's horrible. So he, that's why he that movie endures in, in, all this time because it's it's it is it's what's happening today. It's all this discord and everything. Yeah, and, it's true. That's true. Of, yeah. And it was a, it was a time of discord. There was the the 60s and the civil rights, and then the 70s and the, the war, anti-war, and all this stuff. It was like a, a whole new thing happening. Yeah, it's sad. It was it was sad. I mean, that's why when the I environment the Native Americans, yeah, it all yeah. coincided. Yeah, and so we really haven't made that much progress. We, no. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you know, elected a, a, you know, a person of color, yeah, but just in the day-to-day -day thing, I, I don't think we've made that much progress. Yeah, we might and, be and, actually and going backwards, you know, now. Going backwards, and yeah. then the environment. I mean, I remember the environment was a was a big thing back in those days, very big about we got to clean up the environment, and because there was an oil embargo, we got to get off oil and make electric cars. That's all the way back then, mm -hmm. and. Oh, we haven't done that well. No, I know it's it's scary. <laughs> it's sad, but yeah. you know, I, I I know from talking to you and everything that you're you are a big health enthusiast. You know, and yes. you've been um, you've done some. Um, I know you're you're big into yoga, and uh, that you you've you even had did you do a um, like a fitness video for for yoga too. Like of your own? Yeah, I did a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean, I never really, you know, pushed it, but I was, uh, you know, I've taught, you know, in yeah. gyms and, and uh, Taekwondo for many, many, many years and uh, Tai Chi and train people and, uh, and just try to be a, an example of, you know, doing 
right by the body. I mean, right. um, and that's and, kind, and kind of a little before your time too, because I read like you never, you never smoked, you never even drank a cup of coffee, right? Yeah, I never smoked. I never drank coffee. But a few years ago, I discovered coffee. <laughs> okay. And and I have to say that I love it. When I say coffee, I mean just coffee, like plain black coffee. Yeah, I didn't about have you be putting no, uh, no sugar in it. Yeah. Organic? No, no, no sweetener or nothing like that. Just yeah. organic, just plain black coffee. And I do have a taste for it. So I finally see how people could really say oh they need their coffee <laughs> okay yeah because i mean yeah like now yoga is and i know your daughter does yoga and um and it, it's like becoming a big thing you know in the last few years even more so than so you're kind of way ahead of your time you know in that regard you know i remember yeah, I, mean, I always did it early on and then I, I had the good fortune of uh when i first got to california i had a a friend that was like a mentor and he was a big uh, health guy, raw food vegetarian. And he was friends with Steve Reeves, who was the preeminent bodybuilder of the yeah. time. Yeah, Hercules. And they actually were in some Broadway plays in the chorus together. And he was a good friend of mine and he he directed me all the health guys and we knew Jack LaLanne and Gypsy Boots and so many of these people and really uh, cool. yeah. so I, I early on I was uh, I became a raw food vegetarian which I'm not a vegetarian now but I, I've always been in you know healthy things and and uh, and doing what's right by the body because God knows there's a lot of slings and arrows in life as it is I don't need extra stuff by putting poisons in my body mm -hmm. yeah i remember when you were here and you um you ate i remember you would eat high protein like every so many hours to keep your metabolism you know b boosted and that you went down to the store and you bought some turkey and then you wouldn't eat like um i remember what i cooked for su supper you 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 picked the chicken off of the but you wouldn't eat the pasta and then i remember you took the fruit off of <laughs> The, the thing yeah. you wouldn't eat the crust on it and i remember you took the salad dressing and you ate the salad but you wouldn't eat the dressing and then i remember um, wow you do remember everything that yeah, sounds I, like me yeah that sounds I, I, like said me. To, I said to patrick i wonder if he'll remember what movie we watched when you were here because we watched not a, a very you know not a very good guess i must say if i'm i'm so so picky like that that's awful no no I, mean, I, I, that's I, I, I terrible I, can I apologize for that kind of behavior? I'm so sorry. That's terrible. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember? No, you were really comfortable. You told me. You told me how comfortable you were here because you told me. I do you remember we were watching? You were watching a movie. We were watching. Um, it's complicated. The movie. It's complicated. And you were uh, you were on the couch and you had your shoes off and you you hadn't met my husband yet and you and you said was my husband a big guy would he come and be mad that you took your shoes off and oh, you were really, really? I hadn't met your husband and there I am had, on the he, couch with my shoes off yeah he said is he oh gonna come God. throw me off the couch I'm like no I said he's, wow he's really <laughs> oh <laughs> man yeah. well David <laughs> I'm interested about your uh, your karate I read that you were a fourth degree black belt is that right Yes. In Taekwondo? Yes. But I actually, uh, you know, when you get older, you really can't do all those things anymore. And I veered into Tai Chi. That's cool. I don't know. So, so how, how long did it take you to get your first uh, black belt from when you started? Took me years. I, I don't even remember anymore. Yeah. Took me a very long time. They, yeah. they didn't, uh, they used to take a, a long time in those days you know you know they they go faster now well um we want to know if you would have had to fight um tom lachlan for real in real life who would have won well when we got the um you know you remember about the the last audition i had with him that we had kind of a fight well he was fighting i was just defending myself oh that's it, true it was um it was do you remember? Did I tell you that story? No. 
You didn't tell Patrick. <laughs> yeah, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Yeah, I was, I was still auditioning, and he had me up so many times, and then it was the last time when he... It was an improvisation on the scene in the ice cream parlor. And the the girl ended up playing it. Um, I don't remember if I poured the flower over. No, no, I don't think I poured the flower over. I don't know. One of the girls. And we were like doing an improv on it. I didn't have the lines. We didn't have the lines. We just did an improvisation on the thing. And then she slapped me real hard in the ear. And that was one of the things that I didn't like about him because he 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 had them do like things like that. It's supposed to be acting, right? And right. she hit me real hard on in the ear, bam, like a slap, but right on the ear. And I, and I said something like that, like uh, you do that again, I'll lock your teeth out, or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. And then he got up. Now I'm thinking this is the way. He, this is what I have to do to get this part. That you know I, I'm going to be. I'm just going to improvise, and I'm not going to hurt anybody, but. I'm going to improvise. And then he gets up and he's acting like he's Billy Jack. And then he comes over to me and by, and I said, sit down and shut up or something like that. And then before you know it, he threw me down on the ground. He's trying to punch me and I'm defending, I'm defending his punches. And then he's yelling and screaming, get out of my house, get out of my house, get out of my house. And I'm thinking, he's acting. This is not real. <laughs> and he ripped my shirt off me and everything. And I'm outside in front and he comes out and I, and I turned to him and I said, boy, that was some good acting, Tom. You had me convinced you were trying to kill me. And he says, I wasn't acting. I was. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> said, oh gee. He says, what? I said, well, I was acting. He said, what? I said, well, do I have the part? <laughs> he said, yes, but don't tell anybody yet. Oh, <laughs> That could have you. You really he, was he really really mad then? Like you know that. Yeah, no, he was mad. He had a temper. Yeah. He had a temper. I during filming. I, I he he slapped uh, one of the girls. He he slapped. Yeah, no, he had a temper. He had a See, big temper. See, he was supposed to be a pacifist. That's the whole thing of yeah, Billy. Yeah. He's a pa- well, yeah. no, I guess he was violent, and his wife wanted him to be a pacifist and and told him not to fight, and, and that was that he was trying to like control his anger. I guess. Well, but- I remember this famous director once told me John Frankenheimer. John Frankenheimer was a f- very famous director, and he said, uh, "Yeah, I was in an acting class with Tom Laughlin, and uh, I remember we were on the stage, and all he it was a scene with a guy on top of a car, and he." And all of a sudden, he started punching him in real life. And we thought, man, this guy has got to be nuts. And that's the way he, he wanted to make it like so real that, you know, boom. Yeah. They would do it like that. So when we were f- filming uh, Billy Jack, and it wasn't him doing the martial art. It was Bung Su Han, who was a good friend of mine. He, he died several years ago of cancer. He was a wonderful fellow from Korea. And uh, and these weren't stuntmen. They were people from the town. And, you know, you have to know what you're doing with, with, with stunts and everything. And some people got hurt. Some people got hurt. But he didn't care about any of that. Oh. Of course, you, you couldn't do that. Now. I mean, you know, it's all union stuff. And you, you got to be very careful. Yeah, they people have a workers, anyway. workers' compensation uh, claim on them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, you know, he, he did a lot of things like that. But, you know, he did have that vision and, and confidence and, uh, you know, got a hand it to him all he did. Yeah. And at the time, it was one of the 10 top grossing movies for a while there. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Then. Yeah. So, yeah and he could have he done a lot more. I mean, people would say that, you know, he... Uh, he had to, he had to be in control of everything a hundred percent or else he wouldn't do it. He was getting offers and he wouldn't take it. He said, no, yeah, he'd have to have complete control. And then of course, you know, the whole thing with afterwards, I had a, a run in with him and then, uh, and then he started, uh, you know, bad mouthing me all over Hollywood. It kind of like a blacklist. 
So unfortunately, my career didn't take off like I think it should have. And uh, there you have it. But it's all water under the bridge now. You know, most of the people have passed away. So there you go. well, so you were in um, that the movie the, um, the the White Buffalo, because and that was after Billy Billy Jack, right? It was Clint Walker and uh, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the year 1874, a great white beast roamed the Black Hills of Dakota. It was powerful enough to destroy anyone or anything that stood in its path. It was hated and hunted. It was worshipped and feared. It was the White Buffalo. Now, the creators of King Kong bring another legendary creature to the screen. Dino De Laurentiis presents The White Buffalo. Starring Charles Bronson, as Wild Bill Hickok, a man who feared nothing. Again, Bill! Except being afraid. He was haunted by a nightmare which drove him to the brink of madness. The White Buffalo. Will Sampson as Crazy Horse, a proud warrior. <laughs> sworn to kill a sacred enemy, the White Buffalo. Also starring Jack Warden, Stuart Whitman, Clint Walker, Slim Pickens, John Carradine, and Kim Novak. This buffalo is mine. That buffalo will belong to the hunter who kills him. A thundering spectacle, a shattering experience. When two legendary enemies join forces to battle the greatest legend of them all. The White Buffalo. Charles Bronson and Clint Walker. Clint Walker, great guy. Yeah. What a wonderful man. I liked him. He yeah, was that's a sweet a, guy. Did you meet him, Patrick? Yes. Yeah, he, he yeah. met him. And he's a yeah. singer, too. Oh. He can sing. What, what was that? I said he can sing, too. He had a good singing voice. Oh. Yeah, yeah I, I think he did. He did sing. That's right. He did. Yeah, very yeah, nice guy. After, after very you- warm person. Yeah, after you were here, I saw that the White Buffalo was on a TV, and I uh, DVR'd it. And then my mom was sitting here watching it, and she goes, "Hey, you're, you got got to come over here, your buddy." And she meant you, you know. She he she said he's he's gonna get shot in the face, or, or you got shot in the face, or something in that movie. Like, didn't you get killed in the yeah. bar scene? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, Uh-oh. I remember flying over the tables, yeah, flying over the tables, and that, and then. And then again, I said something about stunt, you know, stunt feet, and I got all, and I was doing all that. And then the, the head stunt guy said, well, you should have asked before you did it, not after. Oh. <laughs> but we had did to you- do it again and again. Incidentally, Clint Walker told me that he was telling me how he became born again. He was uh, in a skiing accident, and a ski pole went into his heart. And he oh. remember hearing hearing uh, that someone said, oh, yeah, that's Clint Walker, and he's dead. And then some doctor came and, uh, you know, he gave him, you know, revived him or something. And uh, he became born again after that, he told me. Wow. He's a very sweet guy, very nice guy. Yeah. yeah. yeah Charles Bronson wasn't so friendly, though. <laughs> no. no. Charlie was just like he was. Kind of and I said something to Clint. Yeah. I said something to Clint Walker about it. He says, "Yeah, that's Charlie. That's the way he is." That's oh. Okay. Well, well, then how did? Okay, so I saw you in the King Kong movie, and I just watched it like a week ago, like not not long ago. And so, how did you get that the role in King Kong? As a crew. Same, well, I think uh, King Kong. There's this famous uh, casting director, Joyce Selznick. She was the niece of David O. Selznick, the famous producer. I think he did Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind, yeah. Yeah, she was the most powerful casting director in California. She said, 
you know, you're really, you're one of the best young actors in town. And she was the one that said, there's a reason why you're not working all the time because, and she said, I said, why? Because you have a bad reputation. This Tom Laughlin is, you know, friended all over town, blah, blah, blah. And uh, she said, but I like you and I'm going to give you a chance. And she put me in the White Buffalo, in uh, not the other one first, yeah, King Kong. And actually worked like a long time in that, even though they, you know, they cut most of it out. They filmed it for a long time and I was working a lot in that. And then from that, I went into uh, White Buffalo. It was the same producer, Dino De Laurentiis. Yeah. And um, and uh, she was going to be my manager. And I thought, wow, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make it again. But then yeah. I think she died. She died. You know, oh. she died. Do you know Do you know who um, Giada is, the Italian cook that's on all the uh, no. food channels? That's her grandfather no. is Dino De Laurentiis. Did you know that? Oh, Did you no, know that, Patrick? No. Yeah, that, no. Giada, she's real pretty. You know, she's, oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's her grandfather. Yeah. Wow. Her mother was like an Italian actress. Yeah. Oh. I just found that out like maybe a week ago. <laughs> so, who, who, is, who is the mother? I forget her name, but she looks really good. She's, I mean, she's still in really good shape. I, I have to look her name up because um, I saw a picture of her with her. And, and then my friend Mary told me that that's the daughter of Dino, Dino De Laurentiis and that that's how that's oh. Giada is the granddaughter. And I'm like, I didn't oh. never, never put their name together, even though it's not a real common name, you know? So yeah, right. but that's it. Yeah. Yeah. He produced a, or yeah. Uh, King Kong. Yeah. It is 1976. The American merchant vessel Petrox Explorer has just set sail from the port of Surabaya in search of oil. What they find will shock the world. We may be sailing into the history books. She's alive! You know, maybe my luck has changed. They will discover an uncharted island that is the home of the most incredible creature on the face of the earth. A creature called Khan. presents the most exciting original motion picture event of all time. Introducing Jessica Lange as the beauty who charmed the beast. And starring the eighth wonder of the world, King Kong. Yeah. I, I and, then, and they discovered, uh, who was the girl that played that? Jessica Lange. Yeah, that was his discovery, Jessica Lange. David. Yeah. Yeah, David she was, yeah, I love that movie. That's why I, I, when I saw Billy Jack, it wasn't that one, it was maybe right before I actually, ha you were here because I, um, I got, I had got a copy of it and my friend had seen it and she had said, had, had I never seen Billy Jack? And 
And I said, no. And she said, oh, it's a great, it's a really good movie. And she's like, you should watch it. So then I watched it and I recognize, I didn't know who Tom Lachlan was, but I remembered, I remembered you because I remembered you from King Kong, you know, and I always thought that you, you reminded me of Michael Landon. I always thought you looked like him. Uh, people used to say that all the time. Yeah. Did little Joe. Yeah. Is your hair, you know, you, I thought you really, yeah. I thought, yeah, you were good looking. Right. You look like Michael Landon to me. And I thought, and I was like, yeah, I know that guy. I've, I've seen that guy, you know? And it's like, and then that's why, I look, that's how I looked you up on Facebook. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, there you were. Yeah. Wow. Hey, I want to tell y'all right. a very quick story about Billy Jack. Uh, I first right. saw the movie on TV when I, I was probably in the fifth or sixth grade. And uh, man, I loved it so much. I wanted to be Billy Jack so bad. Okay. So for my birthday, <laughs> year, I, uh, I had my mom take me down to this uh, Western wear store in our little town. And uh, she bought me a black cowboy hat with this feathered band. It looked nothing like Billy Jack's hat because, you know, this one was just a cowboy hat. But uh, in my mind, it looked exactly like Billy Jack, you know. And uh, she got me a blue jean jacket. So I remember on the playground in the, you know, sixth grade probably. I was out there doing uh, spinning heel kicks and drop kicks. You know, I was, I was probably fighting you, poser. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I was Billy Jack that year. Man, I, I'll never forget that. But I love that hat. But uh had a lot of fun. I wish you would have taken a picture of me, but uh, no picture Wait, of me as Billy but, Jack. But you, well, I'll but, tell you, if you if you go back over that film and you get to that spinning kick in the park and you slow it down, you will see – a Korean face <laughs> yeah, yeah. under that hat. Yeah, I, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I, that yeah. was a uh, bump to Han. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, Patrick, how you when it come out in '71, you and I were three years old. Right. Yeah. So wow. I, said I first saw it on TV. Patrick's uh -huh. only uh, Patrick's a, a week older than me. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an old man here. Yeah, you're making me feel old. Yeah, I was probably in the fifth or sixth grade when I saw it. I was wow. like, I was in, I was, how old would it be? I, I was uh, maybe 39 or 40 when I saw it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, because it wasn't that, that that long ago. It was right before I met David. Yeah. And like I love that show. You know? Wow. Wow. And, and the, the music, that, that one song, uh, 110 Soldier, man, that was incredible. And that, yeah. the final scene of the movie, if that doesn't make you want to stand up and, you know, raise your fist in the air, when he's driving off in the police car, you know, that, I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I that have girl, that girl that got that song, that did that song or wrote the song and sang the song. Uh, he bought the rights to that. I mean, he just, whatever he, he got on that. And he's the one who made all the money. I don't know if she ever got anything. Yeah. It's, aren't there, isn't the group called Coven? C-O-V-E-N, Coven sings White, White Tin Soldier. And then, and, and One Tin Soldier, and then, um, but then they use, it, they say the theme from Billy Jack. They, they, it's both, both. Like, it's like, that's right. the song, but then it also is known as the theme from right. Billy Jack. Yeah, I have it in yeah. the jukebox on our 45 record. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, David, out of all the movies and TV shows you've done, do you have a favorite? Mm. You know, I made a, a, a movie with um, Adam West. It was a science fiction, low-budget movie. It was actually written by Steven Spielberg's sister, Anne Spielberg. And I remember it was so much fun while doing it because Adam West uh, was such a fun guy to work with. I mean, he would try to break me up all the time and just remember that was fun to work on that movie. I bet I met Adam West. Yeah. I met him like yeah. years ago too. When I met Joanna Cameron, Patrick, Adam West was there. Yeah. Um, well, D David, did you have any, um, d what's your favorite movie of all time? Do you have a favorite? Favorite movie yeah, not, of all not, time. Yeah. Not one that you were actually in, but like uh, any movie. Yeah. I know. I think as a, as a kid, I, I think I loved the Zorba of the Greek with Anthony Quinn. That was one of my favorites as a kid. I liked all those early Marlon Brando movies. Uh, like the On the Waterfront? Yeah, like yeah, all that Big Car Named Desire? Yeah. Yeah. I also liked John Wayne, those westerns. I was a yeah. big fan of all. 
and the searches and all those and I like that. Uh, oh, and as a, as a kid, as a real kid, it was uh, Laurel Hardy. Love Laurel Hardy, <laughs> and I love Cary Grant. Oh, I love yeah. Cary Grant. Oh my God, I love Cary Grant. Cary he's, like, Grant. he's like my new favorite person. Yeah, I've I've been watching yeah. uh, Turner Classic Movies. And I and he's in yeah. so many movies, and I, I love, love him. Cary Grant. Yeah, and I, and I love the acting of John Garfield too. John Garfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cary Grant. I had only ever seen him in maybe um, an affair to remember, and then um, I started watching like I, The Bishop's Wife, and then I saw, and then um, North by Northwest, and um, To Catch a Thief. And he's in so many. Yeah. Actually, the ones that he made before that were even even better when he was younger. Philadelphia Story. Yeah, Philadelphia Story, The Awful Truth. You know, ones from the 40s, and he was so handsome and suave. Yeah, I love him. He's he's so classy, yeah. Yeah, he was so classy. And they once asked him, how does it, you know, how does it feel to be Cary Grant or something? He said, yeah. I wish I was Cary Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, wish I, I, was Cary Grant. I read that about him, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was a documentary about him. It was very good. Very What's good. it like being Cary Grant? And he said, like, he wished you yeah. knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I wish I was Cary Grant. You know, yeah. I'm not that person. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the celebrities have, you know, heart, demons inside of them and all kinds of stuff. You know, he had all kinds yeah. of stuff in his office. Many of them do. Yeah, and well, we just we just see the you know the outside of the veneer, but they're all human beings, and yeah. they all get old, and they yeah, and they die, you know. Yeah, and yeah, so I, we're I all, know. You know, underneath, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. So what what have you been doing lately? Are you, what is keeping you busy? Your grandchildren. My grandchildren. I always, you know, I have to work out every day. I have to do some exercise and there's a, uh, a large hill with like a steps, a deck, you know, like in these movies when you see it's next to the ocean. So when you see these people training, running up the steps, so I do that about 12 to 20 times a day. And then, uh, yeah, no, I do that a lot. Then I go, I walk a lot, play a little bit of the guitar and, uh, play with my grandchildren with my grandchildren a lot babysit and play with them and you live uh, near them or with them we, or? well we're all saving for a house they get a get a nice big house upstate soon so they've been here right now they're all here right now with me uh-huh. so while it's still you know i still have it for now but that'll end pretty soon and uh yeah I read, I do crossword puzzles. I I don't do much. You know, you can't you can't do much now well, anyway. Can. So, yeah. I do, yeah. I do puzzles a so, lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Like you know, crossword not crossword puzzles, but like jigsaw puzzles. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love crossword puzzles. Yeah. But um yeah, you know, it's getting old is uh well, I guess it beats it's, the alternative. It's, but it's not for I'm not sissies. A big fan of yeah, old. that's what uh, <laughs> Betty Davis said. Getting old is not for sissies. I already feel like I'm I'm already like 150 years old. Yeah, know, so. there's so much. Yeah, there's so much that happens in in our lives and in the world. It's like wow, yeah. you know, it's like it's too much. That's what my mom always says. She's like, how'd I get here already? She said my grandpa always said that when he turned 80. He said, I don't know how I got here so fast. You know. Yeah, that's what happens. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Is that it? Well, David, we want to thank you for being on our podcast today. We really enjoyed visiting with you. Yes, thank you, David. Thank you, Patrick. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> Fond memories of you. Yes. And, I know. Uh, I hope I see you again. It's been a pleasure. Hope you're well and stay well. And uh, let's keep moving forward. Um, okay, we're giving away, uh, for this week, we're giving away uh, for our prize um, a copy of the movie Billy Jack on DVD. So if you send us the code word Corvette, um, you can win a copy. Cool. 
Cool. And yeah, hey, everybody, thanks so much for listening to us on another episode of the Pop Ninja Podcast. We'll see you next Wednesday, or, or you'll hear us next Wednesday as we have a brand new episode for you. And take care. As I sign off, I'm going to leave you with this final thought.